Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge podcast. This is the Game Week 11 preview and I'm joined here today by my co-host and friend, Alex. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Challenge. I'm fine, thanks. How's it going? Been a, good. Yeah, good week. United getting back to winning ways after the derby, so expecting much more from them going forward. It is specifically, Anthony. Is that a, yeah. an omen of things to come? It's a hint, hint. Rashford out, Anthony in, possibly. Hmm. Or Ronaldo, who knows? <laughs> we'll talk about that soon. Speaking of things yeah. we're going to be talking about, we're going to be having a looking at our Game Week 10 review. Uh, then, just having a look at the next few fixtures, our thoughts there, potential transfers in and out kind of thing. And then we've hit the game week 10 mark. So we're going to be looking at the results of our predictions over the first 10 game weeks so we can see how good or bad we are at predicting. Sorry. <laughs> then we're going to continue with the game week 11 predictions and our transfers and captaincy. Looking forward to it? <laughs> we'll find out find out in due course anyway let's talk about our game weeks uh just in general having a look at our, our ranks you went down barely by about hundred thousand and i went up by hundred thousand so not really much change there no as you can say we're consistent in our ranks yeah i actually when i looked at my game week history this morning i saw that i've got five green arrows out of six game weeks which is quite impressive interesting yeah doesn't happen nicely often. done yeah Anyway, tell us about you your know, game. I'm used to just red arrows every week <laughs> from the past. Yeah. You've been quite consistent, though. Yeah. All right, tell us about your game week. What did you do? Yes, so my thoughts going into this game week is definitely getting rid of that Trent from Liverpool because he's just been manure this year. And, of course, that punt, Gordon, that didn't work out. <laughs> No, it didn't. To my benefit, no. So, Trent out, Gordon out, James came in, started on the bench. So, that's okay. And then Zaha as well for Gordon. So, Sanchez and goals, James, Cancelo, Trippier, Andreas, who came on for Mitrovic, uh, Madison, Rashford, Zaha, Vaz, and De Bruyne, then Holland, Captain, and Tony, who yet again got a yellow card, but at least he got a goal. Yeah. Um, a reasonable 65 points with a four-point hit. Can't be too. Uh, can't be too unhappy with that result, really. No, not at all. As opposed to if I didn't make that James move, Trent would have yeah been in the negative. I think. Yeah, I think on another day, James, because you're very unlucky in that James just didn't start this week. And that yeah. he had a dead leg, and that's one thing that we had to get through. But yeah. you were, on the other hand, you were very fortunate in that you started Mitrovic like most people, and your first sub was Andreas, so you benefited from that, which is good. Yeah, I think Andreas has been my first sub since the start of fantasy, so that's not going to change. Very good. And if Mitrovic doesn't play the next game, then the same result, I suppose. Yeah. And are you looking at the rest of your team? Are you still happy with Sanchez there? Definitely, yeah. Like, there's no point in changing Sanchez for now, at least. 
Defense-wise, not at all. Cancelo was amazing. As always, yeah. He's definitely nailed in my team. It just makes it that much more difficult to switch to... Is it even worth... That, that brings up the question we can, which we can talk about. Is it worth going double City midfield? Yeah, why not? I suppose if you go Foden, De Bruyne and Holland. That's and what Foden has been a, a beast yeah. lately. Yeah, so. it's basically, I don't know. Yeah. Something to think about. But I mean, when City do have that gap game in 12, may need some adjustments with the subs. Because uh, I know I've got Faltman, Pereira and Nico. And Nico didn't start last night. He didn't, but Aurier was also very bad. Yeah. So, he might start again. <laughs> going forward. Yeah. I don't know, it's a tricky one. Because I want to save my two transfers for possibly getting in Kane for Mitrovic and taking out De Bruyne for Foden after game week 12. I'm sure we can get into detail later when we discuss transfers. We can. Let's have a look yes. at my team. I too ended up taking a minus four. I wasn't going to. Uh, I think last week I ended up saying that I was going to hold and then bench Mitrovic if need be. But then that meant that I had to play Bailey from Villa. And then on Friday we heard that Bailey was not fit. So yeah. kind of pushed my hand. Uh, took Dyer and Bailey out and brought in Gehi and Zaha. Gehi could have been any number of options, but looking at long-term fixtures until game week 16 4.3 million gay seem to of course, yeah, fit the sure. so yeah i don't expect clean sheets every week but at that price with fixtures a bench option makes sense for sure and yeah so let me go through the team pope in goal disappointed me once again uh cancelo trippier james successful there overall uh de bruyne madison Zaha got me a, the assist, which is good there. Martinelli, thank goodness I did not sell him like some of us. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tony and Holland captain. Um, I had Andreas as my second sub, so I didn't benefit there. Gehi came on for him. Uh, so that's the only ne real negative in the team besides Pope once again. So I think going forward, <laughs> my only issues now are Okay, I should probably... The, yeah, the question is, am I selling Martinelli before game week 12? And the answer is probably no. Yeah, well, they're playing Leeds, so there's no point in that. Uh, am I going to be selling Cancelo? That would be silly. De Bruyne this week against Liverpool. On paper, yes, but looking at Liverpool, they might not have, <laughs> they might not have Trent. Diaz is out until December. They're in bad form. Yeah, it's... It more reason to go big on City. Exactly. So I, there's no way I can sell any of them. And therefore, it makes sense for me either to hold, because we want two transfers in Game Week 12, as you mentioned, ideally, mm. or I have to maybe consider downgrading a Pope, perhaps. Because that's a lot of money in my keeper who's not doing anything. I haven't had a keep, like, I think I've had one clean sheet from my keeper this season. Yeah. If that. How much is Pope? Five? Five and a half? I think I bought him on the wild card at 5.1, 5.2. But I mean, at that price, 
surely just hold him. He's going to get saved. One of the top keepers in the league. That's what I thought, but he hasn't. <laughs> I think he's gotten two points since I've had him on the wildcard since game week eight or nine. I'm not going mean, to... Not... I mean, I've had Sanchez as well. It's not doing much better. That's the only reprieve here, is that there aren't many keepers who are doing better. No. But therefore, why not sell him? I suppose when you have 0.5 in the bank, it'll be worth it, I suppose, if you want to well, downgrade De Bruyne and have funds for a possible Kane. <sighs> it's just disappointing how Kane has developed since game week one. It is, yes. <laughs> Your camera seems to be lagging bit. Just give me a wave That seems fine Okay, never mind Carry on Looking at game week 10 fixtures uh, Any fixtures that stand out to you specifically? Or not? From Saturday's games? I'm not really shocked that Bournemouth beat Leicester Because Leicester was just you know, Teaching it The barrels of despair So Oh, Chelsea, should, no concern there. Should mention in, with, City, with Bournemouth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, should mention Solanke getting two assists. It's his first goal in Bournemouth, so cut price option is there. The midfielder or striker. Striker. Just in case you know Mitrovic doesn't have the best time, it's worth considering. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm only investing. Kane now. You basically decided you're set on this? Yes, I'm set on this. Kane and Foden. Okay, fine. I'm not changing that. <laughs> Injuries, screw that. I'm sticking to yeah. this. Yes. Uh, didn't Kane. Okay, he's, yeah, you're planning to bring him in in a few weeks, so that's fine. But I think he had a knock at the end of the last game as well. I'm well, we'll see in the Champions League if he plays or not. Uh, for me, I don't see any real standouts. Good to see Chelsea winning. Annoying yeah. not to get the James clean sheet, but it was against Wolves who are bad. So, hmm. Man City, we expected that win. Foden once again blowing it out of the park, which is exactly yeah. why you, you and many others, myself included, who are keen on him. But Newcastle, that's probably worth mentioning. Maybe a shock score, yeah. Certainly didn't expect five one. Yeah, I mean they what they in the top five now. I think so. Top six, yeah. They're proving to be a very consistent team, and I think yeah, it's good. I'm I'm glad to see it. Yeah, I mean, there's also thought into getting Wilson or Mitrovic as opposed to Kane. Yes, but Wilson is good to go. I think. I agree with you there for the time being, at least. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I must admit, I just. I don't have any luck with Tony in my team, and even though he got the assist or whatever he scored, penalty. He got the goal penalty, yeah. And then he got booked. But he always gets booked. And I just don't like Brentford. They don't look like they're a very good team. Mm. And for that reason, I might not be holding on to him for very long. Interesting, okay. Personally. Yeah, that's the reason for me not going back to Jesus at the moment because also lingering on four yellows. But his temper temperament has been okay so far. It has been so far. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Sunday's games, you mentioned Jesus there, so let's just go straight there. Arsenal 
once again keeping up that good start this season. They've, yeah. Uh, all their assets doing well once again. How does it feel? I don't want to talk about any Arsenal <laughs> assets at the moment. Specifically Martinelli and my beloved Saka. You are brought in from the start and now he's just ruining me. Week after week. Yeah. I'll mention it's disgusting I'm, really. I'm gonna mention it again a, a bit later. You'll see why, but it's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liverpool though. What they can score. They're showing that they can still score goals, but they just cannot defend. Sure, I have no idea what's going on with Liverpool this season. Shocking really. And now they've lost Diaz. It's Trent, yeah, it's no good. Not a good situation there. <sighs> Looking at the other games, West Ham keeping up their good form of late. Bowen and Scamacha. Yeah, Bowen on the score sheet. Also an asset, maybe. Definitely worth considering going forward. And yeah. Crystal Palace. Oh, my beloved United. Who cares about Palace, yeah. Care about United. Let's talk about United first. Please do. I didn't watch this game. What happened? I'm trying to think. Did we go a goal down? In like the first minute, wasn't it? Or very early? Yeah. Iwobi? I think. Yes. It was a great strike, though. Didn't see it. Must give him credit for that, yeah. I know Ronaldo and... scored the winner. Yeah. That's good. Uh, well timed run. Great through ball by I think Casemiro or one of the midfielders. Uh, yeah, so he got his 700th goal. Career goals, quite impressive. And I hope it continues. And I hope Ten Hag favours him now. Up front as opposed to Marshall. Do you think he will now that Marshall has once again broken? <laughs> no offence Well, to I hope so. Yeah, because I don't think Sancho is the right man on the wing at the moment compared to Rashford and Anthony this has been a consistent asset for United so for the I don't know it's a tricky situation yeah but last for your older sake I would want him to start so for this last game week it was the front three was Anthony Marshall Rashford yeah with with Marshall up front yeah okay so it should be hmm so you're hoping that Rashford stays on the wing with Ronaldo yeah. up front? Yeah. I feel like he's probably going to switch to Rashford up front and Sancho on the wing. Again. Yeah, it's hard to say with Ten Hag. Yeah. And looking at the final game, Forrest and Villa last night, we I followed it, but I didn't really watch. I was really hoping Forrest would win, but two bad teams being bad. Yeah, going back to those predictions that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I think we both went Forest. We did, yes. Yeah. We absolutely did. And should we do predictions first, or is the results of that, and then kick on? Or do you want to do fixtures first? Uh, yeah, let's start with fixtures. Actually, for the first time ever, I'm, I've remembered to do this early on, so let's do this first. Yes, oh, yeah, usually okay. we do this at the end, but I'm and, remembering yeah. to do it early. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, please do so. Follow us at Fan Challenge on Twitter and Instagram, or at Fantasy Challenge One Word on YouTube. Please like and subscribe us as you see fit. Uh, podcasts, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts: Apple, Spotify, Google Play, or Google Podcasts, or wherever else you may find them. 
I'm just glad I got. I remembered this. Everything okay? <laughs> I'm yes. I'm beaming, and I'm a happy boy for remembering things. Nice. All right, let's carry on. Um, I think let's move on to the predictions quickly. We can just talk about them, and we'll give us our results and see who's the best at predicting. Okay, I'm just gonna give my. I'm not gonna give my correct. I'm just gonna give my overall percentage from the eighty-seven matches. Okay. I'm gonna. Oh, maybe between forty to fifty percent. Correct. All right. Um, I will have to mention. You'll see that there's just for everyone watching. There's eighty-seven games instead of the hundred games as you'd expect in ten game weeks, and that's again because in game week seven there were no games due to the queen's passing Queen, yeah and in game week eight i think there were some bus strikes or something like that so three games were cancelled so for that reason 87 matches and now i need to just remember which ones show the results anyway so for you let me show you yours uh you predicted 44 mm -hmm. out of 87 which is, as you can see, 50.57% correct. Interesting. What did you say you I'll thought it was? I'll take Between 40 and 50. Okay, so, I mean, on the higher end of what you expected, so pretty decent. And yes. what, do you Reveal. Think, what do you think mine was? <laughs> I don't know. When I, when I was tabulating this, I didn't see the, because I have like a, an Excel spreadsheet, so I'm t I type them all in individually, and then it adds up to like a final percentage at the top in this table. So I didn't see the final results until the very end. So I was watch. I could see the specific game week results, and I could see sometimes I would have a, an amazing week and you would have a really bad one, or vice versa. Yeah. And then at the end, when I saw the result, I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, I usually I would say I'm pretty bad. I would say about forty percent is what I aim for, because I'm because I'm not good predicting. And yeah. My result was. 44. What the actual? <laughs> we got exactly the same results correct in the first 10 game weeks. I mean, obviously, not the same games correct, because that'll just be no, the results, plagiarism. Like overall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, quite impressive. Yeah. Considering. Mm -hmm. But we did pretty well. And then there's a difference in the correct scores. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm going to go. This is a much tougher one to get right. Much tougher. Yeah, I'll probably say like 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. That, I would not go anywhere near that. Um, yeah. Okay, now, having done this before, I know that like, uh, I think about f between five, <laughs> maybe three, three and seven percent is a pretty good. The actual correct the outcome, correct, correct, correct result, outcome okay. and score. So the score okay. you must get right, like one all against Everton and Brentford. I'm going for between ten and twenty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just, uh... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> impressive but okay look i must say this is your number is slightly lower because and i, I told you beforehand that i was going to lambaste you about this because in the way you predict you tend to only, you only predict the results 
And you're like, okay, yeah. it's going to be a Spurs win. And then I would try and force you to give me a score. Well, so then I'll, I'll blame you for not pushing me to give me the score. So therefore, okay. when it comes to the me tabulating the results, if you said Spurs win, then I I can't give you the score because it's... Then you just go for the default score of 3-0. You'd still be wrong quite a few times. I, I don't care, you. But, <laughs> but mine aren't much better, to be fair. And yeah. it's, I mean, I'm quite happy with that. I mean, to be honest, my Super Brew predictions has been much better and consistent than this. This is just horrific. Mm. But yeah, I, I will. For I know that I tend to, when I predict, I tend to switch between draw and win. So. You, yeah. you need to make sure that I choose one of those two results and you I need to make sure that you actually give me a score. Okay. I'll bear that in mind for the upcoming game week. We have now 10 game weeks to do this again and we will keep track of who's doing better. Hopefully we don't get the same result because that's kind of boring. Yeah. But well done to us. Look at us. Yeah. We're half right at predicting most results. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, let's just move on from this, please. <laughs> you're contemplating your super brew career going forward (laughs) definitely yeah okay moving forward to the fixtures for game weeks 11 to 16 uh these are from the fantasy football scout members area you can find them there uh fixtures with the teams of the best fixtures over the next six game weeks are crystal palace bournemouth wolves everton fulham and united are creeping back up there here they are yeah hmm. hence why i'm thinking about anthony but whether that's a straight stop for ashford or the Bruyne. it would take some massive balls you know, it would yeah sell the Bruyne before liverpool and then get yeah. anthony it's just specifically for that blank game week hmm. i put in anthony united are playing oh spurs so <laughs> not ideal yeah okay wait so looking at the the fixtures though you were talking about Kane and Foden yeah so what was the rationale there you'd be taking out who and when I'd be taking out the Bruyne and Mitrovic after gaming 12 so 13 14 I'll put them in okay so where City plays Brighton and yeah, Brighton. And Fulham plays Leeds. Okay, then you'd switch to Kane against Newcastle. And Foden against Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, not bad fixtures, but then again, Arsenal. Forest in 14. Southampton in 13. Ah. <sighs> hard because I want to get Martinelli back understandably so okay so then you'd need two transfers for that ideally which means you can save yeah. you can save in 12 right yeah or I just do it in 12 Foden and not in Foden I'll do yes Foden or yeah because I need your Kane's a lot of money so I need the Bruyne to go out and then Kane would come in against United <sighs> Yeah, it sounds silly. No, I mean, it doesn't really, because United do league goals, and Kane is usually the one scoring them for Spurs. Yeah. 
um, then would you be saving your transfer this week as well? Or what's the yeah, I'm not going to probably make any transfers this week. Okay, yeah. All right, so yeah, if you want to do the two transfers next week, then you have to save this week. Yeah. Or Okay, so then that's fine then. But if you were to wait until game week 13 to do the two moves, that means that you have one free transfer this week that you can use. Yeah. What would, it's just an option, yeah. What would the ideal, not ideal, but what would you be looking at doing then? Because like I said, I wanted Martinelli back as well. Yeah. So I could do that in 13, Martinelli. Save my transfer this week and then I'll have two for 13. Just get Martinelli in and then from 14, Kane and Foden. Alternatively, you you do nothing this week. And then in the blank next week, you could do that move that you just mentioned. Yeah. You could do Kane and Foden in. That means Kane will play and Foden will be on the bench, unfortunately. That's fine. And then you're set up. And then in the following week, you have Man United playing against Chelsea away. You could do Rashford to Martinelli. Yeah. Who plays... Where is that? Southampton. Southampton, yeah. I'm not sure about the money. I think Rashford and Martinelli are similar. They're similar, yeah. So there are options there. Yeah, even if I keep Rashford for the Chelsea game, because um, I've got West Ham, Villa, and Fulham to follow, so... Is it worth selling him just for that one game week? Is that, and then is bringing that, him back? I don't know. Is that better than... Martinelli versus Southampton, Forest, Chelsea, and Wolves. I suppose it does look better on paper, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there are quite a few things to keep in mind. Like we, things are changing weekly so with injuries and stuff, so there's yeah. a lot there. But I think the idea, the only negative side to you doing those two moves next week is that you're selling a potential playing asset in. Mitrovic, who should be fit by then, against yeah. a bad team in Villa, where many people will have him. Yeah. And you're selling him to get Kane, which is a good move, but you're selling that to facilitate another City player who you're not going to be playing, who can't play that week. Yeah. Which means you're forced to play uh, Necker Williams against Brighton, or you're playing Feltman against. Actually, that's pretty good. Feltman against Forest. Yeah. Hmm. Or I just keep the Kane transfer until 13 and keep Mitrovic for Villa. That's fine as well, I guess. But that means holding on to De Bruyne through the blank. Yeah. Are you not... Now, okay, let's talk about Liverpool for a second. Now that we know that Diaz is out until probably after the World Cup, potentially, poor guy. Um, that kind of guarantees that it's the front three will be, well not kind of, the wings at least, will be Jota and Salah. So, yeah. So there's going to be consistency there, and then there'll probably be more rotation between Firmino and Nunez. Mm. So does that not make a Jota or Salah even 
tempting in game week 12 against West Ham at home and then Forest away and then Leeds at home thanks yeah I'm just speaking like from my perspective yeah because we don't we would we don't have a captain in game week 12 at the moment because we're not going to be captaining Haaland or KDB and the best other choice looking at the games is who Mitrovic it's probably Mitrovic against Villa or Zaha and Zaha it's against Wolves which yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Salah against West Ham at home I mean it's tempting but then I'll have to keep him for Forest obviously w- wouldn't you yeah <laughs> and, and maybe even Leeds those three games alone Yes, they're in bad form. They've been utter bollocks this yeah. season. But those three games could easily turn it around for them. Even the next ones, they played Tottenham and then Southampton. Yeah, but I mean, you can't work around Foden's consistency. It's hard not to have him for Brighton, Leicester, Fulham and Brentford. Who would you rather Compared have? Compared to Liverpool. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah, yes, I'll keep it in mind for you what you just said. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have <laughs> KDB and Jota, knowing these inj- this injury news, or would you rather have Salah and Foden? Well, what I could do is sell Rashford and put in Jota and Foden. From game 13 onwards. I honestly don't even know how much Jota is. I'm going to have a look quickly. Um, but answer me though. Out of those two options, which would you rather have? Sorry, what were the options again? KDB and <laughs> Jota. Or Salah yeah. and Foden. Oof. I mean, Salah and Foden do sound better. Oh, hang on. I think I've, I think. I've made a mistake as well. Jota is actually a forward this season. I did not know that. Well, well, that changes, that things, changes things. Yeah. Uh, therefore, he's not in the equation at all. So therefore, I would rather have Salah and Foden. Foden, yeah. I guess the other option would be Carvalho. He'll be the run rotating more. <sighs> but I would still rather have. Could because look, yes, Liverpool have been in bad form. But this is the cheapest you're going to get Salah this season, most likely. Yeah. 12.7. And if he scores one goal against West Ham, his price is going up. Yeah. Potential option. Do you think Do you think Spurs are going to beat United away in Gaming 12? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. It is possible. But not really, yeah. It's more the odds. Like, what are the odds of Salah or Liverpool doing well against West Ham and Fulham doing well against Villa with Mitrovic? Depends on Mitrovic's fitness this week. Those are high odds. Other captaincy options, I guess, for game week 12 would be Madison against Leeds at home or Newcastle against Everton. Potential Bruno Gomez, Wilson, 
it's a it's a nice game week to be honest. This this blank that Arsenal and City have given us because they're the two informed teams in the league. Yeah. And you we're having to decide whether we're backing the team who's out of form, but with the most explosive asset in Salah, or backing a mid table team asset. Yeah, it's kind of like buying crypto when it's hit its all time low. Yeah, is it gonna spike more or keep falling? Who knows? <laughs> um, personally, for me, looking at my team, um, I'm probably gonna hold Mitrovic this week because it's Bournemouth. You never know. And I mentioned maybe removing Pope. Let's have a look at Newcastle's fixtures: uh, United, Everton, Tottenham. Okay, they're good. They're okay fixtures, the home games at least. But looking at yeah. those teams at the top of the ticker, would I want keepers from Palace? Probably not. Bournemouth definitely not. Wolves, they play Forest. No, probably not them either. Pickford, they've been pretty huh. good in defence this season. I think they're the second best team defensively. Oh, okay. Pickford is an option, but it is against Tottenham and Newcastle, so no. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not going to go back to Ward, even though Ward has good games in Palace, Leeds, Wolves. So I'm unlikely to do that. Henderson? Uh, with your Liverpool Arsenal? No, not touching Henderson. So I'm probably going to have to hold uh, Pope, which I don't mind. And then looking at the yeah. rest of my team, it's quite balanced. I would have liked to have maybe been able to get Bowen, but I'm kind of talking myself into that Salah, <laughs> that, yeah. that Salah Foden move. Um, I mean, for me, ideally, I'd want Kane in. Kane, okay, if we're going to go to Salah, Kane, Salah, Martinelli, and Foden, if that's affordable. I don't think it is, but yeah. Could be. Those are the players I want going forward from gaming 13 onwards. Would you not want Kane this week against Everton as well? Have you considered doing that? Then I'd have to take another hit. Kane and I want to save this. Kane and Foden in for Metro. No, I don't like that, to be honest. Yeah, I'd rather just do it in the blank. And then slowly bring in Martinelli. Mm. Or I could just do Salah right now for De Bruyne after the City. That's probably what I'm, like my plan going into Game Week 12 was to hold this week now. I have two next week, so then I can. I have the option of taking the Arsenal assets out if I wanted to, but I'm probably not going to take Martinelli out. So yeah. it's probably it's probably going to be De Bruyne to Salah in game week 12 and then I'll hold the other free transfer that means going into game week 13 I'll have two again. Yeah. And then I can potentially in game week 13 let's have a look at where's Leicester? Leicester play Wolves and then City. Uh I would consider trying to find a way maybe to get Madison 
to Foden. Yeah, because they're both, aren't they, like, same they're, price? They're close -ish. Foden a bit more, yeah. But I, I already said I'm not going to sell Martinelli because I want him. Yeah. So that means my only other option would be Madison. Yeah. If I'm keeping Salah for those three game weeks. Yeah. I think Madison is also my only option to get Foden. I'm not going to sell Zaha these fixtures are good. Oh, yeah, and Zaha. So Zaha, yeah, Zaha can stay. So looking at, it's basically, if I'm going to do that, then it's Madison against Wolves and City, or it's Foden against Brighton and Leicester. <laughs> and I think that made my mind up. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that I'm going to, I'll be able to have a good team. I can then captain Salah in game week 12. Yay, with no hits as well. This is good. And then probably going to have like two injuries in midweek and then everything gets ruined. <laughs> I mean, if Mitrovic is fit for 12, maybe also an option. Captaincy-wise, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a, a week where there'll be a lot of different captains and there'll be a potential big swing in rank because people will take hits. And yeah. People will make not mistakes in captaincy but there's just going to be variance it's going to go one way or the other yeah well i'm guessing people are going to put Salah in if they don't already have him because holland is not there yeah for captaincy so is there any <laughs> that's a silly question why that's why i'm laughing is there any possibility of you selling holland instead of kdb in the blank no <laughs> fair enough I understand. Any potential hint towards selling Cancelo to get both KDB and Foden? Okay, fair enough. Understandable. <laughs> From my point of view, I, I mentioned I wanted potentially wanted Bowen, but I, looking at the plan, is probably just not going to be able to find a way to get him in. Yeah. Good fix. Any, any Chelsea assets? You looking at? Not really. Nah. Like a mount. Right. We're in the middle of the ticker. And yeah, I like seeing us do well, which is good. But Potter showed this last weekend that he's he likes rotating. And there were like yeah. six or seven changes. And with Champions League tonight and tomorrow, I, I don't trust him. So, we'll have to see. Excuse me. sirens at Alex's house once again. <laughs> Sorry, aeroplanes is flying around. <laughs> I realize that I can control your sound as well. I should do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, looking at... Let's move on. Yeah, I think it's... There's nothing much else to say there. We're not going to... No. So basically, over the next three game weeks, you're not planning to take more than a, a minus four at most. <laughs> no, Ideally. I've taken minus four for the past two weeks, so I think I need to settle down now. That's fair enough. Yeah. I understand. All right. Um, we're not going to be looking at stats this game week because I don't think it's that important. We know who's doing well and who to plan ahead for, so we're just going to yes, move straight just, into our predictions. Stats. Not, that's um, not it. There they are. All right, predictions for game week 11. Okay. And this time want we're my score outcome, specifically yes. scores as well. First game week, first game, Friday, <laughs> Friday kickoff. 
Brentford. Oh, goodness. Tony against Sanchez. Like, ah, <laughs> damn it. Oof. One all. Okay. I am going to lean towards a <laughs> one nil Brentford win. Fine. It won't be Tony scoring though. Because he hates me. Right. Uh Saturday we have Leicester Palace. I will go for a two one Palace win. And that'll sack Brendan Rogers. Yeah, I'll go for a one-nil Palace. Okay, Fulham, Bournemouth. What do you think? Two-one Fulham. If Mitrovic is fit, two-nil yes. Fulham. If Mitrovic okay. is not fit, two-one. <laughs> I think is that fair? What do you want me to choose one of those? Whatever your heart desires, okay. I don't care. Wolves versus Forest. <laughs> I'm gonna go with ooh, two bad teams. Very hmm. Wolves win, one 0 Diego Costa winner. One 0 Spurs Everton. I'm probably going to regret not taking a four point hit for Kane this week. Yeah, two 0 Spurs. One all. Sunday games. <laughs> you look so surprised. Sunday <laughs> games. Villa versus Chelsea. Chelsea like Villa. Chelsea like Villa Park. Um, Hopefully, if James is fit for both our sakes, I'm going to go 2-0 Chelsea. I was thinking similarly. I'll go 2... Yeah, 2-0 Chelsea. I think he will be Great. fit. It was just a dead leg, so... Yeah. We'll see if he plays tonight. Maybe they'll just rest him for the weekend. Leeds, Arsenal. I think Arsenal win this comfortably. 2-1. I want to say draw. That's surprising. Yeah. Are you going with the draw? What score are you going? I'm thinking. Okay. Is that your brain patting there? It is, yeah. <laughs> you could go for sneaky leads. 2-1 win. Okay. So, is that what you're going Rodrigo for? to get the winner. That's not official yet. I haven't confirmed that. Damn it. Arsenal 2-1. Uh, while we're on the Arsenal thing, I mentioned earlier about the predictions. In the game week where... It was a two game weeks ago, I think, when you sold your assets. You, when, you sold, yes. when you sold Martinelli and Jesus. In that game week, you predicted that Arsenal would win 3-1 against Spurs. You predicted that exact result, and they did win 3-1 against Spurs. And you still sold them. I laughed so much when I watched it. Because <laughs> you were so confident, and you still sold them. <laughs> One of my four correct outcomes. I'm so proud. Yeah, well done. Um, United, Newcastle. I think this is going to be a tighter game than it looks than it has been in the past. Yeah, I'm going to say 3-2 United. Oh, goals. Yeah. 2-1 Newcastle. 
Okay. Southampton, West Ham. Southampton lose this 1-2. Okay. West Ham win this 1-0. <laughs> and the, do we call this the main event, considering form at the moment? I think we should. You can, I mean, you can compare Liverpool to a PSL team if you want. We, we could like do Like a Richards that. Bay or something, yeah. Like Melbourne City, Melbourne Rovers. Yeah. Um, Liverpool, Man City, City to thump them. No, that's that's yeah. Give them too much credit. I definitely see goals. Three-one mm. City. Yeah, I see goals. Um, four-two City. I can't choose less than two goals. It just seems. Yeah. It depends on Trent <laughs> if he's fit on that right hand side but even when he what when he came off in the second half he was who played on that side was it gomez yeah gomez came on yeah and he didn't do much better to be fair yeah. but i mean does trent even add value to liverpool these days not really attacking wise that's all but defensively none whatsoever yeah he's very shot at the moment uh plans looking at our teams this is yours break it down for us yeah, so currently Sanchez in goals, Cancelo, Trippier, James at the back, uh, Rashford, Zaha, De Bruyne, Madison, a yellow Mitrovic, Holland captain, and Tony as my strike force, Ward, Andreas, Nico, Feltman on the bench. So yeah, I think definitely I'm going to stick with Holland captain for this week. Uh, I don't want to make any changes this week. I want to save them for next week. Like I said previously. I'm not going to repeat myself. So, if Mitrovic isn't fit, Andreas will come on. And that is that. Okay. Um, if he stays a yellow flag, are you going to keep him? What if uh, What if Silva comes and says, okay, he's out until game week, I don't know, 13? I mean... Doesn't it mention that he would have been fit? Yeah, last he week. did, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's an ankle issue. It could be recurring. Yeah. You never know. Just a, yeah, caution. Yeah, I'm hoping it's fit. If not, then I'm happy with the same rotation. Okay. Fair. So yeah. he'll probably say Vas. Yeah, I think Vas. I'll save Zaha. And if Mitrovic is completely fit, you're not tempted by a captaincy. Oh, yeah, we'll have to see how it plans out during the week. But if he is fit, would you captain him against Bournemouth instead of Haaland against Liverpool? I mean, it's an option. I'll, I'll vice him for now. I'll change him. Okay. Uh, I like the idea and the potential plans there. Good to be patient for once. Considering yes. two back-to-back hits. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, my team, Pope against United at home. Cancelo, Trippier, James at the back. KDB, Martinelli, Zaha, and Madison in midfield. Mitrovic, Tony, and Haaland up front. Our teams are very similar at the moment. Don't like that. Yeah. And our bench is Andreas, Gehi, and Neko Williams. Um, I'm holding this week, guaranteed. Yeah. There's no reason for me to change anything. Unless something major happens, like, I don't know. What would be major? Um, uh, I mean, for me, I can see Pope keeping 
a clean sheet against United. Because in the past, I've seen United topsy-turvy first three or four, and then against like a Brighton at home, you'd think that went two, three, no. But then Sanchez comes up with heroics, five, six saves. I can, yeah. I can see maybe a, a few saves, attack. but I can't see him keeping a clean sheet. Although maybe it depends on if Ronaldo starts or not, because if Ronaldo starts, we know he's going to take an abundance of shots from everywhere. Yeah. Which is good for save points, I guess. Yeah. But okay, looking at the rest of the team, though, captaincy is currently on Holland, but uh, it would take a brave challenge to captain Mitrovic <laughs> at Bournemouth. I, don't, yeah. I doubt I would. So probably gonna stick yeah. to that. Yeah. Martinelli away. <laughs> I'm happy to own him at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, vice captain Madison again. Right. Just for the sake of it. And yeah, then we have, we both have two free transfers going into next week, and we can potentially do things then. Looking forward. Yeah. To it. Indeed. I'm just worried about Kane, as I told you earlier. It's, it's frustrating not owning him anymore. He scores like one goal a game, and, but he's still playing very deep, and it's not... At the moment, I'm not too worried because he doesn't score too many. Yeah. But the thing is, I like like set-piece assets. True. And he's one of them. I agree. But we already have a front line of three penalty takers, basically. Yeah. And Zaha. And Zaha, yeah. And, and Madison, I guess. Yeah. Well, and Trippier, yeah, he can take the yeah. They are. Anyway, you can follow us on social media again. I remembered a second time. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at FanChallenge and on Instagram at the same handle. On YouTube, FantasyChallenge, one word. And on podcast format, you can listen to us and our voices at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you may find them. Nice to speak to you again. Alex? <clears throat> yeah, and if you want to follow me on social media, please. No, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> Find me on Alexi underscore Buffs. That is my handle. DM me if you want. If you want to, I'll reply. Spam. Kindly, yeah. Please do so. Yes. Anyway, uh, final thoughts? Uh, it's, it's good luck to you for the coming week. All and right. good luck for the blank next week. Oh, we'll speak to each other before then, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.